Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Hello, my name is Jerry Durham. Welcome to what's best for the patient is best for business podcast. This is the interview series, doing it and helping others. Enjoy. You know, uh, the reason I was talking to home health with my wife is we were talking about physical therapy and recently I was researching some physical therapy and I was like, wait a minute, why the fuck would I go to a clinic? I I don't want to go into a clinic. And it's weird. This first time I ever thought that. So I started doing a little search on "Eh, who wants to come to my house. Right. So again, and when you think about, and I love for the people who may have missed this, but because of the, my interest, I caught very early is Monique's keep catching people early in their journey, by the way, if you guys notice, and she's creating relationships throughout their entire journey, right? So here we are in home, old school home health, part B, by the way, can't leave the home, right? Homebound, whether difficulty with pain, transport, whatever it is, homebound. But then Monique, these people move beyond that. And Monique is still the contact, is still, I want to say almost that healthcare team leader, your business. Is that safe to say? Yeah. Being a liaison with the doctor and all the other services? Yes, because in home health, you're working with the team. So you have the physician, their their primary care physician, um, or if someone has uh, cancer, their oncologist, you're working working with their doctor, you're working with the nurses. So there has to be case conferences. Yeah, see, I love this. This this is, by the way, this is old school medicine that went away and now I believe is truly a solution. And then you now... Who's the head of this team? It just serious question. So you talk about this team, but who's the head of the team? Is it the doctor? Is it the nurse? Is it the social worker? Traditionally, the nurse, if a nurse is on the case, the nurse is considered the case manager, but you do okay. have physical therapists who can be case managers. That's what I thought too. This is what I like is everybody gets to play to their strength. And it, it's not that fucking top-down, ego-driven Everything is only better if the doctor's in charge. Sorry, people are a medical doctor, I should say. But I'm sorry, there are many cases, especially when someone like Monique is going into the home and knows everything. We were talking about, my wife and I were talking about this this morning, how much you can learn about the stories I've heard going into neighborhoods, going into people's houses. I mean, nobody knows more about that person than the person going into the house, right? And the doctor or whoever, the PT, that's that other thing, right? Oh, come to my clinic. Come to my clinic, PTs. Come to my clinic. Oh, yeah, I'm helping them. Wow, they didn't get better. They suck. I'm like, you know, you know this much about this person in their world. You go to their home, you know a fair amount. I'm not going to say everything, but damn, you probably learn a lot. You know, when you're in somebody's space, uh, you you tend to see a whole lot of things. And to me, that's where uh, the social work and social services come in so handy because a lot of things impact one's physical manifestation and 
the stress that some people are under emotionally and financially impacts their physical outcome. And if you are having a tunnel vision as a physical therapist that, hey, I need to prescribe exercise or I need to do manual therapy because this is going to help with their pain and stuff like that, not knowing that, hey, this person is living alone, they just have a dog, they're not in communication with their kids or they're mourning the loss of their loved one, that sort of stuff. All of that is contributing to the pain. They're having struggles going up and down the stairs, getting in and out of bed, you know, even getting dressed. So those things you, you don't think about when you're in an outpatient setting traditionally. And looking back, I, I used to get frustrated a bit, like when people come in the clinic after any replacement or hip replacement, I'll be like, why are you stuck at this this degree? You should be further along. You just got to try harder. Do your exercises more. <laughs> Not knowing that, you know, there are other things in the home, you know, people wondering where the next meal is going to come from, that sort of stuff. So it's it it has, the the experience has made me so much a better individual. Like for the past couple of years, you know, with insurances don't approve a lot of um, visits, like especially private insurances, especially like for social work and stuff. Like that. And if I realize that if that Fuck. person doesn't get set up for like meals on wheels or like metro access or transportation to get to see their doctor, because we do need a doctor to sign for orders. And if the patient hasn't been able to get out to see their doctor, that that's just a waste. So I would provide pro bono social work. And we've had people that who are in chemotherapy uh, benefit from that. So we provide those services pro bono. And it has been a joy to see people react when they do the surveys after the care has been provided, you know, saying that they're truly satisfied. And once those things are met, like, you know, they're getting transportation, they're getting meals, they're getting stipend on their housing and stuff like that. They start moving better and wanting to perform perform better. And the out survey outcomes are even much better for the agencies that, you know, we serve. So that has been a huge realization for me personally. Yeah. So that that's, God loved, I love the way you brought that all together, um, Monique. And circles back to my original question where this, this approach, I call it the team approach. People see me use that word a lot, whether it's in the clinic, but this, I'm not, sorry, not, but, and this is a huge example. You know, the solutions in healthcare are a team and no individual, no one individual on the healthcare team. And man, that was the other thing I learned in the hospital. Two biggest things I learned in the hospital, social worker and the nurse. I'm like, so I, I'm fuck. not a day went by where I worked in the hospital or outside the hospital. I didn't tell people who the fuck cares who your doctor is. You better know who the fuck your nurse is, man. I was like, if you go into the hospital, we, I mean, you know, you know, I worked in a hospital for six years. I, I saw it incredible people. So again, in a model like you've created, Monique, where everybody comes together and works together. And I can only imagine, and I love this, and I'm going to repeat this, like you said, as these things start to happen, then the physical manifestation of it is 
more mobility, more movement, more positive things, moving them forward to be, and I'm going to do the big air quotes thing, healthier. And it wasn't do your exercise. It was like, let's get these other four, five, six things in order. I mean, it was like, yeah, this physical stuff is about sixth on the priority list right now. So if we solve a couple other things upstream, right, like you're doing, right, get, get out, stipend. Oh, by the way, I know where my meal's coming from tomorrow. Holy yeah. crime, any sakes. Yeah, yeah, this is huge, man. So I'm going to double back and just, yeah, this is huge. We could go down a big rabbit hole here. So I want to bring, I literally, I do want to bring this back to you and the work you're doing. So I've seen you sharing a lot more online. I've seen, by the way, I, I know I've seen your, your family, your yeah. team members who are family. I, I know for sure I've seen them online and I know I've seen reference to some of the other people. So what else I've seen online and correct me if I'm wrong, are you, are you mentoring other people? Are you helping other people start the same kind of thing? What are you doing? Are you just helping people to understand what it takes to get to where you got to? What do you well, doing? I, I started, as I said, I started my own thing in, in 2015 and I was, you know, I have other friends who were like directors of sniffs and stuff like that and you know people would express you know their frustrations with with stuff there's one in particular uh dr dana jack she's the owner of metro health and rehab and they're, they're she's on instagram as well too so i realized that hey monique it's a huge pie everyone can have a piece of the pie and you still will be satisfied and i know my company can cover the entire area in Maryland. And I knew she lived out in uh, central, well, Frederick area. And I was kind of getting tired of driving to and from Baltimore and all the way to Southern Maryland. So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, there's this opportunity. I know it's risky, but trust me, it's, it's going to pay off. And I was like, hey, you start your own business, take these areas, we'll work together in finding um, referral sources, agencies to, to staff us. And that's what we've been doing. So, so is that a part, would you call this a partnership or what are you calling this? I, I wouldn't call it a partnership because I wanted her to have a uh, home business. And so she has her own business. So it's separate. Oh. But we we oh. do a lot of collaboration. Okay. Col uh, collaboration is a good word. And, I like that. And it's, it's a unique arrangement because not many clinicians can do that. And so we consult with, with one another. And, you know, if I get a new referral source, I'll be like, hey, let's sign a contract. You sign a contract with them. I sign a contract with them. If she finds one, she reaches out to us and be like, hey, you cover this area. I cover this area. That sort of stuff. If someone wants to come to work with a company, but it's in an area where I don't particularly cover, I'll be like, hey, no problem. We still got work for you. You can just go to Metro Health and Rehab and it works that way. So that collaboration has been great for, for us and for her. I have mentored other clinicians as well too, like people who reached out on how to negotiate like certain contracts with uh, home health agencies to do their staffing. So that's what I've traditionally done. And it has been predominantly African-American women or black women. 
that wanted to start it. I haven't done any like paid mentorship or anything like that. And I, I believe part of my purpose because I struggled to find mentors when I wanted to, to do this is to give back and share and whatever tidbit that I can share along the way, someone will benefit from it and suffer. So, so that's, that's yeah, that's I, great. That's so good. And that, that, that's the vibe I got from seeing you on social media and it looked yeah, like, like you just said, it looked like you were just sharing your experiences and, hey, these are the things without saying, hey, do this. I love, I love when people share their stories and just let people take it in, right? Rather than go, which I tend to do sometimes is just fucking do it this way and don't ask. But it's cool when you share your stories like that. Then this is what I love about this whole series is everybody that's been on this just has come from this and this is what I wanted people to hear. I want, I want people to hear your story and the people, you know, how you got here. And we didn't talk a lot about the hurdles, but I think everybody, again, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to Monique's four strikes. You can't hear this. So my Lord, you want to talk about it? It's that picture I saw where someone talked about, you know, it's like doing a hundred yard dash. And I start at the 80 yard line and Monique has to start like 150 yards back to do a hundred yard dash. Right. It's the truth, man. It is the fucking truth. Yeah. And then, and then by the way, there are obstacles. I don't have anything. I don't have anything to go around or over. Not only does Monique have to start 150 yards back to do a hundred yard dash, but she also has like all kinds of traps set up for her. So this is, this is good stuff. What else Monique is anything else you want to share? I, I don't know. You've shared a lot. I'm not looking for more. I just want to make sure you get the last word in and maybe any last things you want to leave people with? The, the thing is, like, uh, what I've realized in, in the years of doing business, there are a lot of people with the scarcity mentality. And I understand that people want to get paid for their time and expertise and stuff. And that's fine. But for, for me, I can share, share stuff. If, if you want quality time and one-on-one stuff, that's fine. I probably be billing for for those things in the future. But for now, I would you know share tidbits on social media because I realize a lot of people are engaged on social media and looking for some sort of inspiration. I'm not gonna be out there like faking it and say, "Hey, it was all a bed of roses." Even though roses do have thorns that prick you, but there have been struggles and serious life lessons that you know you you learn along the way. And if you can share that with with others to help them avoid certain pitfalls, you do that. And by being a blessing to other people, blessings come to you. Um, like so many opportunities have opened up for me over the years, like not uh, from even from social media. So getting to speak on certain platforms, getting the opportunity to be, to offer a teaching course at University of Michigan, uh, Flint DPT program, even getting access. That's awesome. Even getting accepted into the ten thousand uh, small business business classes. So, yeah, hey, real quick, I saw that. Holy crap! I'm so glad you brought that up. Tell, tell tell me a little bit about that. That sounds like this is something that is pretty significant. I'll let you. Um, yes. So Goldman Sachs and John Hopkins, uh, Morgan State University, and the Community College of Baltimore have teamed up to offer uh, small businesses a business program. So it starts uh, well 
my one begins this month in September and we end in December. So I should be graduating in December, but they're basically helping you to analyze your business, do better planning, better business development, expose you to negotiating and financing opportunities and, you know, building communication with other entrepreneurs in, in various fields and just try to get you on the path to where you could actually scale your, your business. And um, I know a couple of people who have been alums of the program, uh, Dr. Josh Funk, um, Dr. Raphael Dimbo, who was a Howard uh, PT grad too. And I, I believe Karen, uh, Dr. Karen Litzy is, is currently in the program where she should be probably done with hers uh, right now. So uh, everyone has been saying that it has been a life-changing experience mm-hmm. for them. So I, I, I applied, I did the interviews. They wanted you to submit all your business details to make sure your numbers were, as you said, they were. So it, it was to me a very eye-opening experience to make me realize that, look, you have to really get serious about your books and where things are, are going. And this opportunity is also going to create a way for the business to, to seriously grow, to get my team to where we need to be as well. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Because, right, the magical part of this, everybody, is that she did the work to apply. Yeah. Right. And she put the work in before she applied. And so it wasn't just the applying. It was doing, I love this whole thing, doing the work. So, you got I mean, there's so many steps, right? Yet, oh, she applied. That's awesome. I'm like, no, she did the fucking work. No, no, no. So she could apply. Yeah, they have, there are certain criteria that you have to meet, like making a certain amount per year with your business. And like you said, all the books and everything, you, you had to do that work. You had to make sure that work was done. So it wasn't just, hey, I applied and they said no. It was like, no, nah, did the work. Yeah. Awesome. That's going to be awesome. You're going to share that journey? Is that part of what you're thinking yes. of sharing? Yeah, I, awesome. def- I'm definitely going to do that. Awesome. I, I also want to also give like daily highlights of what it is like being uh, a business owner. I know my time is, is limited in, you know, sometimes seeing clients, managing the business and, you know, doing classes, but you have to multitask and you have to have life balance. And, I can't be telling people, hey, this is how it is if I'm not being truly transparent about the whole process and stuff like that too. Because uh, as I said the other day, a lot of people just want to know how, but you know, you have to know why you're doing this. That's awesome. There's a big takeaway for everybody. So you got to have in, in order to apply the, the technique. Yeah, the same thing with clients. In order for clients to get better, they have to have that motivation too. Yeah. This, this is uh, also good. So where can people find you, Monique? Tell me all the places. Uh, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. I'm becoming more active on Twitter again. Um, I did take a break after all the politics and craziness that has been going I thought on. it was just you took a break after bashing all, all the cowboy fans and whatever freaking football team you root for. <laughs> No, um, I was like, you know, this this is becoming uh, the political arguments and stuff. I took the joy away from, you know, being on on Twitter. So I get you. 
I I realized I can still be on there and enjoy it. I just have to be able to censor what it is that I. If someone wants to get, uh, I'm going to throw this out there. If someone wants to understand who Monique is and what she's doing, I swear, if you just scroll through her Instagram feed, um, you're going to learn a lot in a very short amount of time. So that's my just so Instagram, but mostly Instagram and Twitter. That's it. Mostly Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Well, I just want people to know where they can come as well, too. But and I've become a, a lot more active on um, LinkedIn as well. OK. Oh, LinkedIn. Good, 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 good. So go to those places. I'm going to recommend if you're just but being introduced to Monique, go to Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a key one. That's where I've really learned a lot about you just over the last six months, nine months and seeing your business grow. So that's what I'm going to recommend. Yeah. Awesome, Monique. I so much appreciate you sharing. I appreciate all the honesty and the um, and the sharing. And I think uh, Monique would be a great person for. I talked to a group of potential PTs yeah. uh, this week, and I brought up Dr. Ashley Johnson. And if I would have talked to Dr. Monique Carruth before that, probably both of their names would have come up because I kept telling everybody when they keep asking about the future, I'm like, you got to think broader. You got to think broader, not bigger, broader, broader. And that's what, that's what you have explained today and talking about this team and, and building these relationships. And if you hear, I mean, the impact that she shared, there's just a win, win, win. It's like a triple win for this approach. And then on top of it, with your experiences with the, uh, I'm just going to leave it at the four strikes that you shared, the the wealth of knowledge that you could have for other people is insane. So I want people to get to know Dr. Carruth and go check her out. And if you so need to, then reach out to her. So thank you very much, Monique. I really appreciate everything. Oh, you're quite welcome. And um, hey, if you're in the DC area this weekend for any Centennial celebration, hit me up. There you go. Very good. All right. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. And again, Dr. Monique Carruth, thank you very much. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, if you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content videos added weekly if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions, right? I'll be there. You can have discussions with other people. You can ask me questions. I post there frequently, post videos. I share information there. So it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business, this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance. Cheers all.